Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. This week we cover 1999's Bats. The full moon of October is known as the Hunter's Moon. This October, the Hunters will be out in force, filling the hungry sky. And you are the midnight snack. So we have Dina Myers, who plays Dr. Casper. We also know her from... Birds of Prey, Starship Troopers. She's been in a lot of things. Starship Troopers. Uh, we yeah, have... there's, a lot, there's a couple of reasons people remember her from that one. Lou Diamond Phillips as Sheriff Kimsey. From everything. <laughs> if you were, if you saw a movie made in the 80s or 90s, Lou Diamond Phillips was probably in it. You also got uh, Bob Gunton, who you'll recognize as the evil warden from the Shawshank Redemption. I think that's his most famous thing, although he's been in tons of shit, too. Yeah, these people, I mean, Lou Diamond and definitely Bob Gunton uh, have been, have done some stuff. So this movie was just kind of picked at it. We kind of picked it at random because we were just looking at movies that... Uh, came out in October and we saw this one and thought have I ever seen this it turns out I had probably seen one of the other numerous bat movies that were made around this time but I had not seen this one I also had never seen the film which is shocking and if I did see it it totally went under the radar for me and I totally forgot about it well so you start off this movie with you know you know it's going to be bad when you see the kids making out in the car out in the middle of the the makeout point that all these small towns seem to have I love how when people go to the makeout point, it's always, well, not always, but it's usually deserted except for them. But everybody knows that's the spot you go, but they're the only car there. So, of course, the bats come immediately. They pretty much trash the car and eat the couple. So, you know these bats are bad news right away. And just like everything in the 90s or early 2000s, spoiler, they're mutated bats. Genetically enhanced bats. Because genetic enhancement, bad. <laughs> uh, the Bob Gunton character. Yeah. He's the one that... He's the evil bat scientist. Evil bat scientist. And Dina Myers is the one, Dr. Casper. She's the good bat scientist. She's going to come in and save the day. Surprisingly, this movie made its money back. Yeah, it made a lot of money, actually. And... Go ahead. She goes to show you there wasn't a whole lot else coming out in 1999 that was going to be drawing people in on Halloween. Yeah, it came out October 22nd. But I have to say, 1999 was a pretty... I'm not going to say a strong horror year, but you had Sleepy Hollow come out, Stir of Echoes, um, House at Haunted Hill, The Haunting. So there's... there's I was going to say there's been some activity, and then I thought about paranormal activity. My brain is wired very strangely. Um, so it was one of those movies. Oh, The Mummy, which is not a horror movie, but there had been a lot of... 1999, I think, was a pretty decent year for horror. But I think there had been a lot of like low-budget horror that year. It seemed like the, you know people were looking for something that might be a little more like, you know, kids are going to be eaten people are not going to have a happy ending but that turned out not to be what this was but i think that's what people had the idea it might be you know if i would have watched this in the 90s and had a strong memory of it 
I don't know if I would have feel differently than I do today. I thought the movie it was fine. I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie. I the I don't like bats and I felt like there was more opportunities because they genetically enhanced these bats. These bats had a kind of slight gremlin-esque behavior because they were they, <laughs> yeah, they did. They had like funny moments and they did weird fucking things that were fucking comical like they were just very comical there's one part of the film okay where the bats are on the roof and they're like planning like communicating and like planning with each other how they're going to like rescue their friend that scene is freaking hilarious because it's like what the fuck are those bats doing yeah and there's another scene where like one of the bats gets captured and they're like, oh, well, we're going to put a tag on it and release it. And then when it goes back to their bat cave, we'll be able to find it. So then the other bats see it fly away and the two main bats are like, no, that's not happening. They just fly down, murder this bat and throw the tracking device back at the people and leave. You're like, god damn, these are some smart bats. These bats also laugh. Yes. They laughed as they escaped when they were getting shot, Okay. By bullets, okay, because they could have been getting shot. They could have been getting shot by like tranquilizers, because we got to save the bats. Because they, these were just not any ordinary bats. These were like some fancy ass, like those big ass fucking bats that are like uh, probably the size. Flying fox, they call them. Yeah, flying fox bats. Thank you, bat expert <laughs> or person that paid attention to that part of the movie. Um, so they were huge. I would die if it, like if i saw a bat like that i'm becoming like some kind of animal that's gonna like burrow a hole like into the fucking ground and disappear <laughs> it would be very cartoonish because i would have to get away from that um lou diamond does not give three fucks about dr cast when she arrives he questions her credentials right of off the bat she's a woman she's a doctor woman okay so, she doesn't know anything about bats. Um, no, okay, the Dr. Red is in bat anatomy. Never mind. So, that part, that whole scene where he's just... Because it's just not like one time. It happens a couple of times. Like, right at the beginning when they first meet. Oh, the casual sexism of the 90s. And my first thought was... Who the fuck does this sheriff think that he is? He thinks he's John Cassavetes in the freaking Incubus, who was a sheriff and a doctor. Like, <laughs> how dare you, sir? Unless you have these John Cassavetti freaking credentials. Get the fuck out of here. Well, like, I love, they did, it's the standard thing they did in all these movies in the 90s. They did in Jurassic Park and a bunch of others where there's the, like the one bat scientist in the country that can help him. So they send a helicopter out to go pick him up and fly him back to Texas in this helicopter and get there and then as soon as they get there everyone's like who the fuck is this who the fuck is this bitch thinks she is she thinks she's a fancy bat doctor okay you sent a special helicopter to go get her bring her ass back here and then you're like i don't know do we need her help yeah i think you do because you're like small town rural ass new diamond phillips is sitting around there with a pistol trying to shoot bats out of the sky smoking cigars every five seconds yeah at the very least, if you're going to shoot a big flock or crowd of bats, whatever they call them, get a shotgun with buckshot. They all, even the biggest bat there weighed five pounds. Uh, some buckshot will take them down. 
But no, they're all trying to shoot handguns at the bats. And trying to like, they're trying to go for headshots for the bats as they're flying away 50 feet in the air at night. There are some scenes of the movie where just I thought the acting, and I'm not expecting like Academy Award winning acting for a movie that's called Bats. But can we just do a little better? There was just so many scenes where like Dina Myers was so dead set that the bats didn't do it. That it becomes comical. Like how terrible the acting is. And I felt like maybe, was it a little forced between her and Lou Diamond Phillips at some point? Like at some points of the movie there where it's just like... a little tension there like they didn't like each other. Yeah, we may just totally have read into that. But I didn't feel that there's any chemistry per se between the two because isn't that the whole thing you got the fancy doctor coming in who's all city and business and fancy then she's coming into like the little town and the sheriff is very masculine and manly this and smoking cigars this is also the plot of every hallmark christmas movie <laughs> the busy business woman who doesn't have time for love comes into town and the sheriff or the plumber or whatever that's been widowed recently has to teach her about love. And that's what you know they're trying to do here, but you can tell these two don't like each other so much that it just doesn't work. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to go back. I'm going to correct you, sir. How dare you, okay, reference the Hallmark movies. We In the Hallmark movies, now, it's gotten to the point where you can't even get the plumber or the sheriff or whatever to fall in love with you. You motherfucking have to get someone out of time. Like, you gotta get a motherfucker from the 1700s to come over into 2020 and you fall in love with him. That's how intense, okay, the love is. That it's transcending through fucking time. I'm just waiting for the Hallmark, the Christmas with COVID movie. Because you know it's coming. They're making it right now. They're like we Christmas can hire. COVID. They're, they're they're like we don't even need actors with good teeth for this because they're gonna be wearing masks through the whole thing. It's gonna be great. There's a part where the window is down in the car. They arrive on the scene and shit is going a little bad, crazy. And I did that, yes. And I'm 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 not ashamed. And the bats are going over the car, okay. And the window is down and the whole time i'm like hello fucking put the window up before the bats come inside the car it's the driver's side window and then once the bats they change the angle and the bats are finally over the car they like pan back and that window's completely closed like it's been closed the whole fucking time (laughs) yes you can tell someone nobody was paying attention to continuity on this movie no um the bats creeping around like closing in on people yeah that also what like they're like what they're not elbows but their wings yeah they're (laughs) like they look like they're like doing the army crawl across things when they're sneaking up on people you're waiting for them to be like little things of barbed wire that they're crawling under while someone yells at them move your badass and they're like crawling around on their elbows yeah like surprise bitch here i am yeah they the scene what was it they did in the diner um they creeped up on someone. Oh, yeah. The guy was, like, sleeping on the counter at the diner, and the bat was creeping up on him. He's just and creeping. it was like, clack, clack, clack. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was hilarious. And, guys, in case you didn't think it could go to a whole other level, there's also battle vision. Yep. You get to see, like, predator vision, but it's bats sweeping down on people. Battle vision, which I think also occurred in the Species movie. There was like alien vision. 
at some point when she's like trying to get like her host or whatever her mate and that's how you know they were out of ideas for that most recent alien movie alien covenant because once they start with the alien vision <laughs> wow wow you just had to just you've been holding on to that since the movie right because i just the first time i'm hearing this you're like and this is why that's just one reason that movie sucked like i i couldn't I don't want to get started on that. It'd be a whole podcast of reasons why they were fucking idiots in that movie. But yeah, just one more reason in that. Like once you see the alien vision, you're like, well, they're out of ideas. In this film, they also have high speed modems. Yeah, they're very impressed by that. We'll use our high speed modem to connect to the internet with our six and a half inch screen on our Apple Mac. And our fancy-ass tracking system. <laughs> yeah, that looks like the fucking trackers from 1986 and Aliens, but not as nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, but Texas? I don't know. I mean, I, I love Texas. Love you. Love Texas. Right? Is this movie in Texas? <laughs> yeah, it is in Texas. <laughs> and this is one of those tracking devices where you don't even understand how it fucking works because it just looks like a screen with a dot on it, and they move it certain ways, and it beeps. Like, how, how accurate can that be, you know? I don't know. What about the my favorite scene where Shad literally had the most comments for in the whole movie because he was just like throwing out all the facts was the whole scene where they have to go into like the cave and there's like they're swimming in bat dung. Yeah, it's near the end of the movie when they're trying to they locate the cave with all the thousands of mutated bats in it. And the army was going to lower a giant air conditioner into the bat cave and freeze them all to death. Okay. But then the bats attacked them, killed them all. So <laughs> so the scene from Bram Stoker's Dragon, though they're camping outside and they fucking get murdered. Yeah. So then they decide, we've got, oh, we've got to activate this. Oh, but we've got to go down in the cave to do it, of course. Now, at this point... They could just throw explosives through the door of the cave, close it off, and kill all of them. No, they choose not to do that. They choose to put on what looked like the leftover suits from Outbreak, which I'm sure that's exactly what they were, and head down into the cave to kill the bats. Now, these bats have been here for maybe a week. And I grant you, there's a lot of them. But when they fall through the floor of the cave and into the, like, bat guano, it's like chest high of bat piss and shit. I realize there's a lot of bats in there, but could it really be like five feet deep after a week? Would now, okay. I, that's a lot. But to be fair, they were not eating their normal diet of like berries or whatever the fuck those things eat. They were eating like humans. So yes. maybe it was just like, you know, they, their justice system couldn't handle like the whole human thing. And then they were just, maybe they had diarrhea. They all, well, thousand the bats had diarrhea. That much bat shit and piss in a cave, like those bats, because I've seen real documentaries about it, they piss like pure ammonia. Oh yeah, you would not survive. No. And of course, the suits get ripped off of, and they just splash through the guano like it's nothing. And yeah, like it smells the, like fucking lilac. <laughs> they just come out of the fucking cave, and they're like, woo, you smell. Yeah. Now let's get in my truck and go get some breakfast. While I lit this cigar, while I still have all the bat shit everywhere. Yeah, like the highly flammable bat shit that's all over <laughs> me. But yeah, like they're going to just go get in their truck and just go down and have breakfast at the Denny's, you know. First of all, even the fucking Denny's has standards. They're not going to let your bat shit covered ass in. They're going to be like, you can't be like that until at least 1230 at night. 
I don't think that that town had Denny's. I think they had like Mom's Papa Shackalack or some shit. Yeah, but what, it was just I don't know. At that point, you're like, come on, just going, come on. And I love how they get down there. And when they get down to the bottom of the cave, they go, oh shit, do you have the key to turn this thing on? Oh, we got two minutes until the air force is going to fly over and firebomb the whole place which would kind of solve the problem wouldn't it they had a lame thing about oh maybe some of the bats will get out of the cave and then they do the exact same thing they blow up the entrance to the cave later so the whole thing was just a pile of shit (laughs) literally Literally. (laughs) and i I love the fact too that as soon as i saw it i was like well there's the stock footage of airplanes flying over the desert that's the whole reason this movie had to be in the desert was because at the end of it they had to reuse the iron eagle footage (laughs) for the airplanes flying over and that's exactly what they did (laughs) this movie has a sequel which we chose never to see ever yeah this one's called bats human harvest i believe is the name of it or something like that and it, wow, it's uh, one of those ones you can tell where they were just trying to uh, like capitalize on the little bit of success that one had. And it's like nine, ten years later. And you're like, why even bother at this point? But they gave it a shot. And this one's filmed like overseas. It's supposed to be like the uh, Chechen rebels against American troops. And you're like, come on, this can't be a thing. But yep, it was a thing. But we chose not to watch that one because we inflicted enough pain on ourselves with the first bats. We don't need to go into the second one too much. Shad, where did we see this film? I don't remember. Was it on? I don't remember either. I can't remember. Maybe it was Voodoo or Tubi? No, I think it was Prime. All right. Oh, yeah. You know what? It was Prime. It was on Amazon Prime. So we saw it on Prime. So if you want to catch out bats, check it out on Prime. Now, I would... This movie's dumb, uh, so I'm going to give it two knives just because I did have fun watching it. It's not a boring movie. It's just dumb. But I had fun watching it and making fun of the bats because, yeah, they tried to do the full Gremlins thing with them, and it it just didn't work. Can I say I give it 1.9 knives and one dropping of guano? Yes, you can. (laughs) That sounds completely appropriate. Which equals two guano knives (laughs) i'm not sure what the guano to knife ratio is so we'll just let that go thank you so much for joining us and stay tuned to the horror and now folks it's time to say good night we sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment please drive home carefully and come back again soon good night (laughs) 